This is a very, very popular podcast. From tampons to Minecraft and everything in between, this is a very, very popular podcast with Dylan and Maya. It's Dylan. And I'm Maya. And this is a very, very popular podcast. Hey guys, before we start, just wanted to let you know that in this episode, we talk about female puberty and our experiences with it. So if this is an uncomfortable topic for you, we recommend that you skip this episode. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to our 14th episode. Today, we're going to be talking about puberty. Ooh. We're just going to ask some questions about like puberty and what it felt like and what everybody else thought of it versus what we thought of it. <laughs> Expectations versus reality. And just overall our experiences of growing up. Yep. Well, I mean, technically, we're not fully out of puberty but like we're on the top side so what was the first thing you noticed that kind of led you to realize oh things are starting to change okay Number one, by fourth grade, I was the tallest girl in my class by far. You were actually the only person taller than me of, like, all the girls <laughs> I knew. And I was, like, pretty much, like, an inch off the boys. I was really tall compared to everyone else, and I just, like, felt older. You know what? You know that moment when you're younger and you have that realization, like, whoa, I'm this age now. And depending on whatever age it is, like, it could change. But for me, when I hit fourth grade, my brain went, whoa fourth grade i am mature level a hundred percent like not a hundred percent i knew like obviously but i was so confident that i know what i'm doing now i feel grown up so i think mentally and just height wise that was the main difference for me so i mean it was pretty obvious that i was the tall kid back then like i was always at least like a forehead taller than a lot of people and it definitely was like something that i noticed young and then as i got older and i started noticing okay you know there are always tall kids but this is a little different it was when i would take a shower and my chest after being cold wouldn't exactly go back to its original position <laughs> and at that point i was like oh god it's starting because i'd gotten the books <laughs> i'd read the books i'd learned the things and now i'm like it's starting y'all <laughs> it's the beginning of the end so how old were you when that happened nine ten mid end of third grade oh yeah i remember you having like a chest in third grade and just being like oh my god yeah we loved being an early bloomer <laughs> so i was actually in fifth grade when i started being like self-conscious of like how i looked just kind of being like i feel like a different shape than i'm used to and then my mom in fifth grade was like you need bras let's go shopping tomorrow and i was just like okay yeah, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So related to this topic, what was your first bra shopping experience? So originally, my mom found like trainer-ish bras. Like they were slightly more than trainer bras, but they still weren't like underwire or a cup or anything. Yeah. And those were bottom line. Like I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to see anyone. But then we hit like point where I couldn't really get away with like wearing those anymore. And think about this. I was in what, fourth or fifth grade. So I was on the young side to be in like an, a real bra place getting a cup size that even some adults in that place might not have had and I just remember walking like the aisles feeling so embarrassed and so self-conscious being like I don't belong here there are like high schoolers in here and I'm this like lowly elementary school kid oh. my mom's being like do you like this or I think you should try this on it'll fit you and I'm like I, I don't know <laughs> sure what, do I, what did I do to deserve this oh. <laughs> 
basically why I needed bras wasn't like actually support. I never had like trainer bras or anything. Like I never understood why people wore bras since first grade. Like pads or not. I was so confused. You know like the young girls that have like fabric. Yes, I never understood why. I think those are trainer bras pretty much. Yeah. But so I needed bras because I had nipples and nothing else. <laughs> and it just looked unnatural. So we went to Target. My mom said that she had this dream that like the first bra I wanted was cheetah skin flashy <laughs> like mm, wow she was like i don't know i was really horrified that you would pick it too but... <laughs> so okay another element of puberty that's very common hair <laughs> when did you start noticing like hair differences so like i'm a brunette so it's really hard to get oh, away. Yes. i mean both of us are so like it's really hard to get away from like hair that doesn't show and i remember like being a little kid and having something always there like, my first summer at camp, like, I was a spark. I remember girls making fun of me, being like, ooh, you have stuff there. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, thanks for that. But I remember noticing it, like, obviously the hair on your arms and legs isn't super dark, but, like, my leg hair was slightly darker. So that was really the first thing I noticed where I'm like, oh, there's actually something there yeah. that isn't just, like, this light, pale hair. And then I went to camp and, well, <laughs> it was really hard <laughs> to escape the fact that I looked a little different. For me... First thing I noticed was like armpit. I was very conscious True. of that because that's something I, I don't like hair. Like I don't. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I. It's not anything like shaving or not. I just don't like the feeling of hair and the look of it. It looks weird and. Uh, I just don't like the prickliness. Like I mean, that's kind of what I get for shaving. But like the kind of yeah. like pokey prickly. I don't care about the look as much as it's just like when my arms are down, I can like feel it. I don't mind prickliness in your armpit. I'm I, when it's prickly on your leg, it's like weird. But when it's long on your leg and you can see like when your leg changes the shade, that just so for me, just hair was very con. I was very conscious of it, and I was kind of like, oh, it's everywhere. Uh, I don't like this. Why is the hair places? So my mom was like, okay, you need to learn to shave. And then she told me, okay, you need to shave your legs. And I had no clue how. It was seventh grade. It was the first time I shaved my armpit. And then I was going to camp like right after because it was right like after summer started. And my mom goes, you need to shave your legs. And I was like, I have no clue how. I didn't. And then I went to camp <laughs> and my friend was like, you need to shave your legs. And I was like, I don't know how. And she goes, okay, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> so my friend helped me shave my legs for the first time, which was a step up for me because I didn't like the way they looked. I was just too scared to do it myself. My first time shaving my armpits was like fourth or fifth grade. Like it was super early on. Wow. Because I knew that that was one that like if I was wearing a t-shirt, it would show and it would be a little more noticeable than like the whatever light hair on my legs. But I don't believe I really shaved my legs until like the fall entering sixth grade. But it was like I hadn't really been self-conscious of it until I was like, oh, I want to experiment with like new bathing suits and you know, something will show. I'm like you said, I'm more conscious of it. Yeah. I was someone who like nicked themselves a bunch. Like, oh, no. I mean, I still to this day have like the other one of the times I was shaving recently, I took like a nice chunk out of my ankle. Oh, it's God. still like healing. <laughs> I've never cut myself while shaving. I never understood like how you cut yourself. I don't know why. I just like it never happened. You just have to put a lot of pressure like I don't worry about that though you put a little too much pressure and then I drag it uh, and there you go because like you're, you're doing your typical going down and you get kind of caught because you're a little too deep that's at least how it happens for me so what was your first period like ah uh, okay <laughs> to really jump into this one yeah so this is a weird premise but basically I had 
a yeast infection, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't like a big one, so it wasn't too bad, but I, it was pretty itchy, like right when it started because my hormones got all crazy and everything and my body was like, ah, uh, no, this is happening. So I think I like scratched myself to the point where I got some like blood on toilet paper or something because of how itchy it was. And I was like, oh my God, is this my period? And it's like a drop of blood. And then I heard my mom saying she had a yeast infection at the time and she was using this like cream, which like often leaves residue. And so that night I had some cream and the next morning there was like brown residue. And I was like, uh, is this what it's supposed to be? I thought it was supposed to be white. <laughs> I just go to school like normal. And the next day at school, I wore my like sparkly gray pants and I'm in fun with engineering. So I'm sitting next to a trans guy, which is female to male. I'm sitting next to a guy in my grade and a guy in eighth grade. And I'm in seventh grade at the time. So none of these people I'm about to like say like, help me, I just got my period. And basically I like looked down and felt warm and was just panicky of, oh my God. God, oh my god oh my god like what is this and I just looked down and was like holy crap ah uh, oh no <laughs> so I tied my sweatshirt around my waist and just like waddled to the bathroom and just like doffed my underwear full of toilet paper and just like didn't say another word for the rest of the day and like literally threw out my underwear was like new pants like new everything here's the funny part <laughs> the funny part <laughs> then I decided not to tell my mom about this for three months because I was so, like, didn't know what to do. And I had heard my friend had had it. And, like, I texted her, like, hey, so how did you tell your mom? And she was like, well, a note can be good to write. And I was like, okay. I didn't write a note. <laughs> but, yeah, well, so I didn't write a note. Disclaimer. Instead, my mom made a comment three months later at the dinner table about how I still couldn't have children. She goes, you still can't have children, right, Maya? I went upstairs and I texted her like after dinner and I was like, about what you said at dinner, uh, I think I had my period for like three months. And she came upstairs and she was like, what does this text mean? What else would it mean? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay. So here's the supplies. How exciting. Yeah. So it was a November Saturday to set the scene. It was night. I was getting into my pajamas, nothing big. And I look at my underwear and I'm like, oh, it's brown. My stomach's been bothering me today. It's just got to be that I'm irritated. Keep in mind, I'm in fifth grade. Like, I know what a period is, but you don't really hear many stories about it because in fifth grade, like, very few people have it. So what happens is that I go to bed. The next morning, I have Hebrew school and a friend's birthday party at a trampoline park. <laughs> it's gonna be a busy day. And so I have my breakfast and I go to the bathroom and I pee. Oh and I, when I'm wiping, I'm like, oh no. And I start crying, yelling for my mom. <laughs> being like, mom, come in here. My mom goes in. I'm like, mom, I think it happened. She's like, it did. <laughs> it, something along the lines of like, yeah, I think so. And my dad's like, Jen, what's going on? And my mom yells at him and it's like nothing i'll tell you later <laughs> and i'm over here bawling like what am i gonna do at camp i can't swim on it and that was like my very first reaction not like what am i gonna do today no how is camp gonna work while i'm bleeding out every month <laughs> definitely not the trampoline park that we're worried about oh no and so my mom's like okay download this app let's start tracking it i have stuff for you okay and so then i go to hebrew school and i feel like everyone's looking at me like somehow 
the entire oh. little kids and teachers know that I'm on my period. And then I go to the birthday party and I'm gonna, and I'm having to jump with a pad on, which to this day, I still find uncomfortable. But I'm like, I remember telling my friend, I was like, dude, by the way, I got it. And she's like, oh, wow, <laughs> or like something. And I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. And like, once again, everyone's eyes were on me. Oh God. So what was your experience with products? both pads and tampons oh. and all that jazz. Okay, so for me, this was a lot easier. Obviously, I wasn't gonna use a tampon first, but my mom, as soon as like I told her, she was like, okay, so use the purple tampons, the light one. And she goes, they go in the middle hole, like, <laughs> etc. you know. You know. <laughs> so I basically went to get a pad the next day. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try tampons. I go into the cabinet. And also for those of you that don't know, ultras, which are the biggest size, also happen to be the same color purple that's unfortunate so i pull out an ultra from a box of all purples i was looking for the lights pulled out an ultra and i'm zaring it down like jesus christ <laughs> i don't want this thing going anywhere near me oh my god it was, it was like an inch in diameter jesus. I, I heard about the lights they're like you know, a quarter of an inch or like half an inch. I was like, not too bad, but just staring at this thing down. I was like, no, not on, <laughs> no, no. So I stuck with pads and then quickly realized that there's actually still light. So what about you? Starting my period in fourth grade basically made it nearly impossible to convince myself to use anything but pads because the thought of like putting anything that wasn't in my underwear near me just brought such discomfort. But then like sixth grade rolls around and I'm going to camp again. I, you know, as I said with the last question, my biggest concern was camp for whatever reason. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it out. Couldn't figure it out. Was jamming it everywhere but the right place. Like, I don't, I, I don't even know how. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this off. I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to wear pads again. And then seventh grade comes around. <laughs> Once again, I'm like, okay, we're going to try it. Not successful again. So we're like two years in. It's kind of late. You should learn by now. Everyone else is starting to get theirs if they haven't already had it for a year or two try and i couldn't once again put it everywhere but the right place eighth grade rolls around once again convincing myself need to try and at camp everyone was like here's how you do it someone puts it up effortlessly doesn't even have to look i was one of those people at camp where like i just was like hey does anybody mind if i just put in a tampon here because i don't feel like going to the bathroom the amount of years people did that to me at camp i remember having like a teaching moment one time but yeah, every year I'd come back to camp and I'd be like, God, I didn't learn. I'm going to have to spend another week uh, off to the side. And then the summer rolls around and it's COVID and I'm not doing anything else with my life. So one night I would text Maya and I'm like, dude, I got to do it. I got to figure it out. I'm like three plus years into my period. Like, it's terrible that at this point I haven't figured this out. What I realized while figuring out how to put one in with Maya's assistance over text message, don't worry, no pictures. She was basically telling me like, you've got this. Moral support. And she was giving me tips. This sounds really bad, but like <laughs> she was giving me tips and stuff. And then, you know, I do what she tells me. I figure it out and I get it in the right place. And I'm like, it's there for years i'd been i could have figured out how to use a tampon years ago if i had known that it was just slightly farther back than i'd been jabbing oh, it for God. years you were always talking about how you're like tensed up and how it hurt and i was like that's not <laughs> the right place then and then i figure it out and i realize 
I don't know how to like get the applicator off. So I have to text my mom on a board call being like, mom, I need help. And she's like, Dylan, what do you need? And I'm like, I need help. And she's like, come in. And I'm like, what the frick? You're on a call. That's not. And what happens is, is I go in there and she turns the camera away and she goes with the new one. She goes, okay, you do this. And I'm like, of course it's that easy. Like yeah. how else would it work? I remember being one of those kids that like when the girls in my class would come around and be like, does anybody have pads? I really need pads. And I don't have any like, like whispering to the girls in my class. And I'd be like, I have tampons. And they're like, uh, <laughs> no, no, thank you. Maybe not. Uh, I'll go, I'll go find someone with pads. So moving on from like physical features of puberty, what were the mental and the emotional and the hormonal experiences of puberty that you had that stayed in your mind? I was always an emotional kid. Yeah. But when puberty started, oh my God, like everything would make me cry. The tiniest word, like of a parent telling you to do something and it would send me into like an emotional freak out and oh I'd God. feel like bawling. And I mean, to this day, there are some times when my parents like tell me a math question or like help me with work. And I mean, I feel like this is everyone, but like it makes me 10 times more emotional. I literally start weeping like a baby if my dad's like, you're not understanding this. And I'm like, I know, okay. But like, I noticed that I was just so much more fragile. But I also realized that like very quickly, I wanted to be a lot more independent. I had had a lot of independence before, but I actually desired it when everything started changing. Yeah. For me, the main thing about emotion that just changed was I was more almost just annoyed at what everybody said when they were talking about age and change. Like, it's one thing when you're in fifth grade and for me hadn't gone through puberty yet and like a teacher someone says like I know you're going through puberty I know it's a big change for all of you guys and you're just like oh yeah 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 I know it's changed whatever I know it's craziness going on in our brains but when I got to like seventh grade and somebody started being like I know it's crazy for you guys I was like dude you've heard this before like why are you telling us this I know you're all sympathetic and whatever but we all know you're not like and it was just such more triggered reaction of emotion wise discussing feelings adults just seem to be more talking down even mm, if they yeah. weren't it just felt like come on we get it like more rushy and I don't know how to describe that but it was more annoyance towards everything I think that was how my emotions really changed I felt a lot more mature in the idea of my brain oh yeah I'm old now <laughs> another thing I noticed was how I looked I never cared when I was younger like my stomach my face like my hair if my hair like was comfortable or like my clothes were comfortable that's all I cared about my mom would be like no you should dress this way it looks better and I was like no and then I guess it's partly like pressures of middle school but as soon as my body started changing my mind was like hold on a second wait, like, wait, wait. yeah I guess I may have to highlight this in a way so if you could go back and tell your younger self starting off this adventure what would you tell them I don't know because I like feel almost the same way as I like all of my memory stems pretty much from when I felt this way kind of yeah. thing even if it was like significantly older than like four when my youngest memories are all of my emotional memories and feelings seem to stem from right back when I was having puberty and like going through that well there wasn't anything that was really tough for me going through puberty it was just like okay going through puberty get past it move on keep going keep going even if you're going through emotions so I guess tell myself that exactly was just keep going make sure you continue on like even though it wasn't super tough for me I think just having someone to talk to and like think about a lot a lot of what I do is just think about everything in my life so just tell myself to 
keep thinking about all of your experiences, like realize what you're doing, how you feel, be very conscious of your emotions and your hormones and what you feel like. I think that's really important, like going through puberty. Yeah, for me, I think I just tell myself that like, I know you feel different right now and I know you feel weird and I know that you're young and that this is hard because you can't really relate to anyone your age and you're realizing that you are changing faster than others, but that someday you're not going to be alone, that there will be others who you'll be able to relate to, but that you'll also be able to kind of help along their way, and that it doesn't get exactly easier because you're always changing, (laughs) and like to this day, obviously we're still changing, but that like you kind of get used to it, that it's not this fresh new concept forever. Yeah, so... Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. This was a very different episode than we've done before. It was a lot more open. Yeah, it was more personal. I really enjoyed this because I like talking about this. Oh, I do too. Like, (laughs) it's fun to talk about. Like, I have a million more stories of experiences. Like, (laughs) yeah. So if you guys enjoyed this episode and have any other ideas that, you know, could help us get more personal with you guys, follow us at Very Popular Pod on Instagram and Twitter. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 It's a very, very popular podcast.